Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Please join me in the prayer for illumination. Living God, help us to hear your holy word with open hearts so that we may truly understand, and understanding that we may believe, and believing that we may follow in all faithfulness and obedience, seeking your honor and glory in all that we do. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our first scripture reading this morning is the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11, verses 25 through 30. Hear the word of God. At that time, Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father. And no one knows the Father except the Son and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. May God bless to our understanding this reading from God's word. The second scripture comes from the book of Psalms, Psalm 145. I will extol you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall loud your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works, I will meditate. The might of your awesome deeds shall be proclaimed and I will declare your greatness. They shall celebrate the fame of your abundant goodness and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all and his compassion is over all that he has made. All your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and all your faithful shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and tell of your power, to make known to all people your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. 
Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord is faithful in all his words and gracious in all his deeds. The Lord upholds all who are falling and raises up all those who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand, satisfy the desire of every living thing. The Lord is just in all his ways and kind in all his doings. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desire of all who fear him. He also hears their cries and he saves them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I love the Psalms. The Psalms were written by just normal, everyday people, just like you and me. People having that conversation with others or conversations with God. This psalmist is telling God, I'm going to praise you all of my days. I'm going to sing your praises and tell everybody about all the great things that you have done, all the great things that you have made, the sun in the sky, the green grass, the flowers that are in bloom, the food in the field so that we may eat, all living things that God has made we should praise. And I say should because it's glorious work that God has done. But what I love about the Psalms is that this psalmist in this psalm particular goes from, I'm praising you for everything, but I'm also praising you because I know you're there. You're there for everybody else, just not me. He's saying, we all should do this. We all will praise your name. We know that you were there when somebody falls. We know that you were there when somebody is crying or are in pain. Great is the Lord because the Lord our God is there for us all of the time, all of our days, every moment of our lives. In Matthew, it, it talks about, come to me all that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens and I will give you rest. If we place our burdens upon God and take them off our own shoulders, a weight has been lifted. God has those broad shoulders to lift us up and to take those burdens on to himself so that we can have just a little bit of rest, maybe just a little bit of peace in our lives. Now you heard during the joys and concerns, there are a lot of concerns out there. Concerns about doctors finding a way to, to cure a grandson, trying to look at all of their gifts so that they can figure it out so this child, this grandchild can be well again. This past week I did a couple funerals and the families were sad, they were mourning. And God is there to, to wrap his loving arms around them, his comforting arms, to know that they are not alone and that their loved one is with him now. God is great for so many reasons. You heard me ask the children today why they thought God was great. And you know, it's, it's hard to answer that question sometimes. When you sit there, it's like, you gotta ask yourself, why is God great in my life? God is great in my life because God has brought me to this place. He brought me to this place over nine years ago. And every Sunday I stand up here I have joy in my heart because I get to serve you. And that was God's doing. God called me to this place. 
And that is why I believe God is great. There's so many other reasons, but that is just one of the many. The children that will be receiving these backpacks may not know of God, but we know in our hearts that God is smiling down upon those children as they get their school supplies and all that kind of stuff because we have the big hearts that God has given us and he's given us the ability to share that and that we are using God's gift for the lesser of these. We are doing what God has commanded us to do, which again makes God great in our eyes because we're willing to serve God. You heard me last week talk about service or true worship, which is service. And every time we do something that will make God smile, we are worshiping him, we are serving him. Which in our minds, in my mind says, we know that God is great. Now I wonder how many times during the course of the week we actually sit there and we praise God for the sun that is shining or for the rain that fell the other day. Or if we more go, I wish this rain would stop. I really wanna go outside and play. I wanna go play golf. I wanna do this, I wanna do that. And this rain is just a hindrance. Or do we really sit there and say, thank you God, I know the grass needed it. I know the plants needed it. The trees, the animals. I wonder how much we really do praise God on a daily basis. Because remember, the psalmist said that we will praise God forevermore. Forevermore, to me, that means a continual. We will continually praise God for God's steadfast love, for God's gift for when we are thirsty. When we are hungry, we are given food. God gives us everything that we need to be sustained. God has given us each other here so that we can build each other up, hold each other up, be there in the good times and in the bad times so that we never ever feel alone. God has given us this family. God has given us children, all these children in this room. God has given these children to us to keep us honest, to keep us grounded. The answers they give during the children's message are honest answers. Unlike when we get older, we tend to put more thought into it and it's like we become a little bit more skeptical. They're coming with open hearts and open minds to what God really means to them. And Jess is teaching them and having them journal things on why God is important in their lives. Now, Greg back here, he may not uh, necessarily stand up and say, hey, I love you, God, and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if you do or not. I don't really see that in you, but you know, maybe you do. But what he does do is he praises God with his music. The prelude that he did today was a beautiful praise to God, a beautiful song, a beautiful tune, something that I know God smiled at, knowing that that's how we were going to start our worship today. And that's how Greg praises God. We sang, joyful, joyful, we adore thee. And if you really think about the words in that song, we praise God throughout that whole song. We are joyful. When you sang that song, you can't be sad. You can't be sad with that song. With the power of the music behind you and the loud voices singing it, and yes, I heard the voices singing it today.
You cannot be sad. And you really, if you're reading the words, you're going, I know God is here. I know God is in this place. You want to know why everybody else is here, but you know, it's, you know that this is a safe place to where if somebody asked you that question, you could answer it because you know their answer is going to be pretty close to the same one. But outside these walls, it's not so safe anymore. You don't see a lot of people on Facebook posting why God is great in their lives. Now, personally, I think there are some great people out there. We have Rob who came over to get the skunk out of my backyard this morning. And God gave Rob the gift to be able to do that. And I appreciate that. And I know that I could stand there and talk with Rob and ask him why he thinks God is great in his life. And I know he will give me an answer back. I know that for a reason. I know that because I know he's, he goes to church. He's, he's a faithful individual. He wears his faith on his sleeve. We wear our faith on our sleeves too, but sometimes we cover it over because sometimes it's too scary out there to do it outside these walls. But that's in conversation. But what I know each and every one of you do do is that though you may not voice your faith to somebody, you show your faith to everybody. I know that for a fact. I've seen you outside these walls. I've seen people when somebody needed help to, because they have fallen, I've seen the crowd go over and help pick them up. When people didn't have food on their table, I know each and every one of you at one point has made sure that there was food enough for somebody else to eat. You gave of yourself, you gave of your time, you gave of your gifts, and that is showing your faith, which is almost more important than shouting it from the rooftops. Now, the psalmists were shouting it from the rooftops. They were having that conversation with God saying, God, you are great. You are great in my life. Your steadfast love endures forever. When I am crying, I know that you are there. When I am excited, I know that you are there. When my burdens are heavy, if I just give them to you, I know you will take them from me. That's what the psalmist is doing. And remember what I said in the very beginning, we are that psalmist. There isn't any name really given to the psalms. It's ordinary people, ordinary people like you and me that read and write these words, who live these words, who know that God is great and God is great in our lives, even in our times of doubt even when we may not feel God there 100% of the time. In our hearts, we know that God is there. And you know how I know that? It's because you'll still pray to God. You will still have that conversation. You will still have that conversation, even if you're yelling at God. If you're yelling at God, that means you are passing your burdens on to God. At least that's part of my thought. Because if you didn't care about God, you wouldn't be talking, you wouldn't be praying. God is great. When you leave this place today, talk to your family and have a discussion on why God is great in your lives. Maybe you'll learn something new about an individual. Have that conversation with your kids. I bet you they know more than what you really think. I bet you they do. God is great. God is a part of our lives, our daily lives. Every moment, God is there in our lives, in the good times and in the bad. All we need to do is give it all 
up to God. And God is happy to take it. God is great. Amen and amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
let us pray. Gracious, loving, almighty God, everything we have is a gift from you. We return to you only a portion of what you have given to us. Bless these gifts, bless the givers, bless the ministry of your church so that all people in all nations everywhere may come to know your everlasting and faithful love revealed in Jesus Christ. Amen. As you leave this place, sing praises to God, shout how great God is in your lives from the rooftops. But if you can't do that, do what you always do and just show your faith. Know that God is there every moment of your lives. And that because of that, God is great. And God is our God. And we are God's children. And may the shalom of God, the love, compassion of Christ, and the power of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen.